Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today we're with Todd Weber of the Earlham Echo, a weekly newspaper in Earlham, Iowa. This publication started out as a group effort involving several community members, and now Todd and his wife have taken over ownership. Todd is sharing how the town originally brought in this new newspaper and took a group approach to the editorial process and even turned a profit in its first year. We talk about what it means to have a printed newspaper in today's digital age and why this is important to our small towns. And we also touch on the revival currently happening in Earlham. So here we go with Todd Weber. Well, we're here today with Todd Weber, who is editor of the Earlham Echo in Earlham, Iowa. Todd, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Great to be here. I'm uh, going to enjoy enjoy this, enjoy telling our story, and uh, great to be here with you. Yeah, well, tell us a little bit about you. Are you a native of Earlham? I'm not. I've, uh, you know, maybe I am. It depends on how long you have to be somewhere to be a native, but I, no, I didn't grow up here. I've been here since like 1992, so I feel like a native, 93-ish, so quite a while uh, that I've lived here, but no, I didn't grow up here. I'm a native of uh, Missouri, I went to high school there, so uh, not a lot different. I think I'm a small town Midwest guy, and uh, I lived in a lot of different places in bigger cities and in, in the East and the Southeast, and I ended up uh, ended up here, and I think there's a reason for that. I think I've always been kind of a small town Midwest guy. I, I grew up in Mexico, Missouri, which um, is a town of about uh, 11,000. That's, that's kind of big for Iowa standards, but it's to me, it was always, it was a small town life, so makes sense that I ended up here and my wife is actually from uh from Erlen. she grew up here and lived here all her life and um she lives in Des Moines when I met her but uh but we've been here ever since and she's so she's the native of the of the uh, of our family so that's great so talk to us a little bit about your path you're the editor of a newspaper now but was that always your career path not really. I've got kind of an unusual career path. It's kind of all over the place. But I, I think the one thing that I that I always did in whatever my job was, was was writing uh, in some way or another, writing, editing, uh, publications, that sort of thing. So this is, I think this is kind of my wheelhouse. It makes sense that I've kind of landed here in, in my old age, you know, the, but um, uh yeah. By the I, way, he, Todd does not look that old. So. <laughs> Uh, appreciate that. Um, no, but every, every job I had, I had some sort of writing to do. I, my first job was in uh, professional baseball, actually. I've, I've worked for a couple of different uh, baseball teams, and the last team I worked with was was the Iowa Cubs, and did a lot of different things, uh, you know, sales and uh, marketing and, and public relations and that sort of thing. But uh, I always did the, the yearbook. I wrote the yearbook. And so I had some publications backgrounds there. Uh, I had some different writing jobs. I had some technical writing jobs where I wrote about farm equipment and uh, and seed corn and that sort of thing. Um, so there was always writing and um, interviewing, uh, research, that sort of thing. I've, I've, written, a, I've written a book. Um, so I've, I've always enjoyed publications. And uh, so this makes kind of sense here. I'm, so putting out a paper every week is is kind of uh, in my wheelhouse. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I love it. Well, tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the Earlham Echo. This is such a fascinating story. Yeah, it is. A, it is a good story. There's, um, 
uh, about five years ago, um, a group got together, um, just people like me that, um, that uh, thought maybe we should have a different newspaper in town. There was already a paper here uh, and there'd been some talk amongst some people like, you know, maybe we should have another, another newspaper, a different kind of newspaper. And then uh, it kind of came to fruition five years ago. There was, there was a gentleman um, who, who owned a couple of different papers in Iowa and he, he knew one of these, uh, one of the girls who ended up uh, in the ownership group, the original ownership group. And they'd kind of talked to us and said, you know, you should come out here and start a paper. And he's like, okay. So he came out and, uh, and did it. And we had the idea. Um, there was, there were six other uh, folks like me that kind of got involved um, uh, with the group just kind of, you know, we, this gentleman was like, do you want to help, help me do this paper? And we're like, okay, sure. And then, uh, you know, I was like, well, maybe I'll, maybe I can help every once in a while, maybe, uh, you know, maybe once a month. And he's like, that's fine. Whatever you can do. Well, the, the, the this gentleman got, uh, got sick. He had a little issue he had to take care of. He's fine now, uh, which is great, but he, he's like, I, I really can't do this right now. I can't put this, put much energy into this project. I, how about if you just, buy the paper from me and they're like well okay we, and we did that so it was interesting you know we all we all went to like well we're volunteering we're just going to help out to owning owning the paper so and add in that there was another paper here at the time which was you know kind of you know we're a small town so it's not a two paper town so that was kind of an interesting uh, side note to it but uh, you know we started putting it together and we were all having fun and, and people responded to it really well and um, they seemed to like what we were doing. And uh, here we are today, you know, uh, five, five, six years later. Um, and I, I gradually, from my, my role, I, I started doing the, uh, the sports page. That's kind of my wheelhouse. So uh, I started doing that. Um, and it was, it was a one page on the back, the six, we were a six page paper and I did the, I did the back page every week. And so um, I enjoyed that. And I gradually started doing other things like uh, uh, as it was necessary and again we were just kind of we were all just kind of winging it we all everybody had a had a full-time job uh doing something else it wasn't like we were like okay now we're a newspaper organization we were just kind of uh, putting it together uh every week and which was fun um uh but then it finally um i i took an early retirement from my from my job so i didn't i didn't have anything specific that I was doing and then uh, it turned out that the group was like, well, do you want to just do this? I mean, you've got, you've got some time. And, and I think a lot of everybody else was like, you know, this is, this is taking up a lot of time. You know, I've got a job. It was always the secondary thing for everybody. And even for me, and I'm like, well, I don't have a first thing anymore. So yeah. I'll just, uh, I'll just take it on. So they, they sold the paper to me and, and my wife. So we've been running it now for, um, a little over a year, but I, it was just a, the way it's come together over the years and, and uh, has, has been a lot of fun. And you know, we put a lot of work into it um, and just the, the dynamic of how it all happened is like, you know, I didn't see myself as a newspaper owner a couple, you know, when we started this thing, like, hey, do you want to help? And here I am owning the paper now. So it's been a, it's been an interesting road, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. Um, a lot of work putting a paper out every week, but it is, it is fun. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah, I bet. And I can't imagine how much work that would be. When you put that group together, you know, I think I get a lot of questions from people about how do we 
keep our town newspaper going. And I love that volunteers were willing to come together. Do you think, you know, having that gentleman who owned other newspapers and was able to come in and provide that part of it, do you think that was a necessary part of it? It was a really good template because he, he said, here's, here's how to do it. You know, and so yeah. we we were we weren't starting from scratch. Like, well, what do we do? You know, yeah. there was he he had the 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 business background and the technical background, and and you know, here's here's we you need the printer and the and you got to do this with the mail. Uh, you got to have uh, do so many things to get the, the the right mail rate, and he knew all of that stuff. And so we were learning from him, and he was really only in there a short time. So a lot of it was, you know, after he left, it was like. Well, okay, we're kind of winging it uh, at that point, but we, we learned as we went and there weren't too many hiccups really. It was, uh, but um, it, yeah, it was a nice framework and a nice place to start. And, um, it, you know, really it's, it's something anybody could have, could have done. You just needed to do a little homework. And I think we were, we were a little ahead of the game because we had, he had his experience um, with the other papers, but, but yeah, it's, it's been a kind of learn as you go kind of a thing too. Yeah. So did you divide up responsibilities according to like you mentioned, like you took the sports, which definitely fit with what you your background was. And then did you just kind of divide it up by section and say, we need somebody to head up each of these? Yeah, that's exactly right. We all had our, our different roles and um, you know, there was you know, sales and uh, putting the paper together and uh, and everybody had something they kind of contributed and and as far as news, um, everybody had different areas where, you know, they had some some inside to, to different news and, and things. And and so, yeah, it really worked out well that everybody kind of got to do what they wanted. There wasn't a lot of like, oh, God, I hate doing this part. You know, I wish I wish I didn't do this. Well, sometimes there was every once in a while. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like in a long, long work week. It's like, man, I really don't feel like doing this right now. So there was I mean, there was some of that, but it was it was it was really good that everybody had a role um that they fit into and it um and you know we didn't it, we kind of jokes is we we don't even meet that much you know we do you figure well we better meet once a week it's like well who can do that you know with our schedules you know we had this and everybody's got kids and and going to games and that sort of thing so we didn't even meet that much but it, somehow it just like everybody had their role and we we'd all push it and this together at, at the end and and we had some some good help we had a contractor that uh eventually one of the high, uh, high school girl who who ended up putting the paper together actually uh doing the doing the layout so that helped when we we um so we hired her and that that helped out a lot that took some heavy lifting away from a couple of the other girls uh and we've got a really good photographer in town so we that wasn't a problem we always had good photos um so yeah it was it was it's a lot of times it felt like man we're throwing this together uh just willy-nilly but then boom we'd have this paper and say hey that looks pretty good you know for we're no more organized than we are Uh, it it worked out really well so yeah it was it was fun and and there's and now that I'm doing that by myself there's still some of that you know it's like I get to so doing it all. It's like okay, I, I'm not necessarily a hard news guy. It's like I I know what the sports is. I know what that's going to be, and that's the easy part because it's got a schedule and you know you know how long the stories are going to be, and you you put these pictures here. And the other stuff's like, well, what's happening? You know, sometimes there's not anything happening in in a smaller town. So 
you got to kind of just kind of wait. And there's, there's been days where I'm like, well, you get to Thursday and Friday. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what the front page is going to look like. And then boom, something always happens. I'm like, Oh, that, that worked out well. So uh, it's an interesting business. I mean, it's not like you, you can plan everything out, but that's kind of the, the fun part of it too. Yeah. Keeps you on your toes. Definitely. <laughs> what was the response from the town? Like I, they had to have been excited about what you guys were doing. Yeah, I think that was the best part, and we owe it all to them. You know, that sounds kind of um, uh, kind of chintzy, but I mean, it really we we owe everything to them. That the, the response that we got back um, right away when we were when we were doing it, I think we just offered something different. It was it was positive, and you know, we we had school news and, and the city news, and just trying to put a positive spin on things. You know, and sometimes bad things happen, and you got to write about those too. But I mean, it was just. I think we had a little different outlook, uh, and 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 people took to it right away, and they they bought it and they subscribed, and and then we started to get advertisers, and we were I I was I was kind of surprised that 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 it took off so quickly that that people did really respond to it, uh, and I remember the 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 first year I was doing my taxes when we were doing the it's the you get your K one with the LLC and you show them everybody gets shows how much dividing up the profit and I took it to my tax person. She goes, you, you guys made a profit in your, your first year. And she was surprised. I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess we did. You know, it wasn't a lot, but it was just like, that's the kind of response we got that none of us lost our shirts. So that, that, was, <laughs> a, that was definitely a bonus, but yeah, the, the response has been great. And it's just been, it's been build, building um, ever since. And uh, uh, I, you know, people seem to like what, what we're doing. So we're just, we're going to keep doing it. We, we, uh, we're trying to improve all the time. We're just, you know, you know, better at covering things and, um, and, and just always trying to improve, but, uh, uh, everything we're getting a terrific response. So we're really happy about it. I love that. Yeah. Um, so now how long has it been since that you have taken over sole ownership, you and your wife? Um, it's been about a year and, and two months, maybe it was early, it was early last year where we, we made it official. And then, uh, the girls, uh, the other partners were great in, in helping me out, getting acclimated and they didn't like, okay, it's all yours and here's everything. So, uh, <laughs> helped me out a lot with, with accounting. I'm the worst accountant in the history of, uh, accounting. I think I can barely balance my checkbook. So here I am trying to learn QuickBooks and, uh, and that sort of thing. So that, that part was weird and trying to get used to that. And it's, uh, and just the other, other duties and other, you know, laying out the paper, I'm doing all of that now, you know, all the six pages. And uh, it was, it was a really kind of an easy transition because it uh, took, it was probably the middle of last year. I'm like, okay, I, I got it. And I'll just, and I don't know, they, they were probably expecting to hear from me more often, like help, you know, <laughs> <laughs> So I think I did that a couple of times, but it wasn't anything too drastic. So, um, yeah, it's been it's uh, about a year since I've been uh, my wife and I have been doing it uh, my own. And um, it's kind of a funny story because my wife is actually the president. She didn't she didn't know it at the time when we (laughs) when we made the deal. 
to uh, to take over and she's like well you're you're gonna have to do it right and i'm like yeah yeah and then the, the first time the paper came out in the mass head it says hey you want to look at that and she goes oh you made me the president and it's like it's kind of a kind of a running joke now that she's the president and i'm uh, i don't know if i i don't know what my title is just editor i guess but but yeah she goes well you do the whole thing and i'm like well that's okay every once in a while she comes in and uh, does something and it's like well that's why you're you're the president we, we need you in that president role you're the face of the franchise Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. What would you say have been some of your biggest challenges in, I mean, you've had different parts of this process, right? You were part of a team. Now you're doing it on your own and it can be hard to have a newspaper in a small town in today's day and age of technology. So what would you say some of your biggest challenges have been and how have you overcome those? Yeah, I guess uh, just learning the new things, like I, I mentioned the last uh, uh, question is just the, the, the QuickBooks and that sort of things like that's really not what I want to do with my day. You know, yeah. it's like I, I know I got to do it and 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 just trying to figure out um, how much how much time uh, to put in um, that you got to try to divide up the, the stuff you really love to do and the stuff that's like that's not the not really my favorite things, but, um, uh, just, just dividing up the time, um, and, uh, f- f- finding, finding the stories. I think I, I kind of mentioned that too. It's like, okay, well, what's, and I, and I've, I've learned not to stress out too much about it. If it's, it's not, well, there's not breaking news. I'm, we're not a breaking news thing. It's a weekly newspaper. So, um, if, if there's not any breaking news, you know, if it's kind of, I've kind of adapted to like, well, if, if there's not anything, happening in town let's let's talk about something else let's write a feature or something that that's of interest it's a, maybe it's not uh, of a timely kind of a thing but it's, i guess uh, i guess in finding in content uh, it's been kind of a, a process uh, to find enough things to write about and and i've gotten better at that so, like i said I don't, just don't stress out if there's not a lot of news and there's always something to put in there's always something to write in and I'm, i've started to work ahead a lot you know, with, with the features stuff that, that isn't necessarily timely that I can, I can write about, uh, well, you know, this week we had a, a story in about the, the 1981 girls basketball team from Earlham that went to state, you know, I started working on that three weeks ago and it, and it, and it ended, the story blew up and uh, word count wise. And it's like, okay, I've, I've got the front and the back of the page for this week. And I didn't really do anything this week. You know what I mean? It was just like, I, cause I had, I had done it three weeks ahead. So I guess just finding the time to do everything and uh, and uh, uh, making sure you hit that deadline because that that doesn't move. You always uh, you got to hit hit that send button to the printer every, at the same time every week. So that's kind of the the biggest uh, the biggest uh, issue every week. Definitely. What is one of the, your favorite stories that you've ever gotten to publish? Uh, you know, it's it's really fresh in my mind, but I really enjoyed this basketball uh, story that I, I told you that I wrote. And again, uh, sports is in my wheelhouse, and I, and I like writing features. I you know I've I've really when I started doing the the sports, I had no I'd written about sports all all my life, you know, in one way or another. But I'd never really written written game stories like okay, I'm going to go to this game, I'm going to see what happens, I'm going to describe it, I'm going to do an interview, and that was that was new. To me, and I love that. That's a, that's a lot of fun. But I, I just uh, writing a feature story is kind of my one of my favorite things. And this was like 
okay, this, it's, it's historical. I love, I love history, you know, and digging back into the, into the history of the team and, and I talked to the coach and, uh, and a couple of the players and uh, really dug into this. And I, that was, that was great fun. Just um, unearthing these, these stories that, you know, people may have forgotten. And, and frankly, there's, even if you were around then, maybe you didn't even hear this story. You know, they were, they talked about uh, the coach told me, Oh, there was one time we, uh, we were on a game, we went to a game and the bus broke down. And, uh, it was a big game. And uh, okay. That's, that's like the worst thing as a coach that could happen to your team. It's like, <laughs> I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was fun. And they're out there on the road. I was out there on I-80 uh, and, and instead of, uh, you know, freaking out about it there, the girls all got together and started game planning, you know, talking about the game and I'm like, Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, I, um, so stuff like this, uh, this, uh, this, this particular story was, was, was full of fun stories like that. And, and I really enjoy any, any kind of stuff I can do, uh, like that. I, I really enjoy the, and the games, the game stories, you know, if it's a bigger event, um, I try to make a, again, I'm, I'm talking mostly about sports here. Cause I think that's kind of where we built our reputation. I think that's kind of a, um, there's probably lots of people who buy it just, just for the sports. Um, but that's, that's kind of my favorite thing. And, and just like making a big deal about the big events, um, and, and giving the kids, uh, you know, some interviews and, yeah, and they started looking at me kind of funny when I first started doing this, they're like, what, you're going to interview me about this game and now they're kind of used to it you know <laughs> but I, I i like to i like to do the you know the big one you know state wrestling or uh, uh the, the big district baseball game or uh, foot, a big football game just making a big state track and and just going down there and, and making a big deal about it those those are always fun that's great why is it important that we keep our local small town newspapers going. Yeah, I, I think you just need that um, that news source. You need the, the that local local news, and whether it's, it's something that's going on in town, you have to, you know, if it's something with the city council or or the library or whatever, you you've got to have that news, and it's got to have that that neighborly feel to it. And again, with the, with the sports, I think it's important that. Uh, you give these kids a platform to uh, and and make a big deal about it. That's kind of what that's kind of why I wanted to. Uh, what, when I first started doing this, I started thinking about well, how am I how am I going to write this? You know, like I said, I, I wasn't used to writing game stories. I'm like, well, how am I going to do it? So I thought back to when I was a kid and growing up in, in Missouri. The, the the sports writer was was very serious about it. He took everything seriously and he interviewed us and he, he wrote everything like he was, was the world series or the super bowl. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's how I'm going to do it. So, um, I think it's important that, that, yeah, you know, in our town that you take that approach and and make it that these things are important and you can't, you can't lose that local news. I mean, everybody's got news at, at their fingertips now, whether it's, Twitter or Facebook or, or whatever, and looking at CNN or Fox news, you can, you can get that stuff every anywhere, but I think you, you've got to have that, that local coverage and uh, to keep a, you know, a, a cohesive community together. It's uh, you don't want to lose that. There's, there's a lot of newspapers in Iowa that have, that have gone away and, and um, just because they can't financially can't, it's not financially viable to keep them going. Even, you know, some papers around here. Uh, and I think that's too bad. I think you've got to have that, um, that local coverage for folks. Yeah. There's just something, 
a newspaper goes more in depth. You know, social media, you can have a, a snippet here and a snippet there, but it doesn't encompass everything like a printed newspaper does. Yeah, and that's another thing. You know, we're we're kind of rare. Um, I've uh, there's a classmate of mine who's who's in uh, who's in journalism in, in Kansas City, I think. And we were talking. And he says you're doing a printed newspaper, and it's like that was kind of really odd <laughs> for him. <laughs> so I don't know that there's that many of them around that are that are completely printed. I mean, we haven't done anything online yet, and that's some. That's I think we're a direction we're going to go eventually, where we might offer that. But I, I think a printed newspaper is, is so cool. I just it. Um, you know, the older folks like it better, I think. It's like, it's like me, I could barely get on this, this Zoom call. So, I mean, the tech, the technology uh, for, for some people, it's like, you know, they'd rather have that printed newspaper. To me, uh, uh, you know, when we're selling advertising, I, I, you know, we're kind of old fashioned, but I think that's a, that's a bonus. I'm like, okay, you've got this piece of paper here that's going to sit around for a week or two or three or however before somebody throws it out. But here's your ad that's going to be sitting in front of them for that long. Um, so yeah, the the I, I do enjoy that we do a, a printed paper and uh, I agree. And for everyone out there, do you think there are any keys? to a successful small town newspaper that you've maybe picked up along the way that might be encouraging for someone else to hear who's trying to do the same? Um, I, I think just that we took a positive approach to things. And again, that when, when there's bad news, you got to report that too. But I just, we, we put a positive spin on thing and on, and on the community. Um, and especially how that contrasts with a lot of different news outlets now. I mean, you turn on the news now, uh, everything is so negative. And I mean, mostly that's on a, a national scale. Um, but I, I think it's important for people to turn to something and say, oh, well, th this, this is nice. This is a nice thing about our community. And, and I, th I would say in, especially in Earlham, I mean, there's a lot of great things going on that I don't think that, that people knew about. And a lot of work that people were doing in different areas to, you know, to keep the community moving forward. And, and that, uh, you know, we needed to talk about that stuff. And I think that's uh, just the, just being positive and, and not trying to be CNN or Fox news or uh, I don't Des Moines register is a good paper, but it, you know what I mean? It's just, so just keep it positive. And um, again, if, if you've got bad news, you got to talk about that too, but it's just, I think our positive spin is, has been what has helped us. And I would say that's, you know, anybody looking to do something like this, just, you know, keep, keep it keep it positive. That's great. What do you love about Earlham? Earlham's a great town and they, they're experiencing a revival. I mean, I've seen their main street really be revived in the years that I've known Earlham and been going there. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And I, I think the, I think what I, I've always liked about Earlham, it's, it's been, and it has changed a lot since I've been here for 30 ish years now. Um, it's, it's, it was more or less a bedroom community. When I came here, it's like, it's kind of close to Des Moines. So people were leaving to go to work and that sort of thing. And it wasn't uh, as so self-contained as, as a lot of other towns, but I think it's, it's a little more self-contained now. And I think, and, and, and what I always enjoyed about Iowa in general is it's, you know, it's a small town state, uh, and, and people are, people want to live here. And I, I think, and I think that's what separates Earlham. Maybe if you drive through Earlham, and you've never heard of it, and 
uh, you're new to Iowa and you drive through here, you go, well, there's not much here. And well, I, I couldn't disagree with that if you just drove through it. But the, once you dig in, I think it's more about the people than it is the buildings, you know, and that there's a lot of people here that that really enjoy living here and enjoy each other and, and enjoy the community and, and want to do things, uh, do positive things um, just because they, they can, just because it, it feels good to do that sort of thing. And it's not necessarily about well, we want to. We want more business. I mean, we do, but it's not necessarily about that. It's just like let's make this a, a nicer place to live. Like we don't need to uh, attract another three thousand people to Earlham. You know, it's not that sort of thing. We don't want a, a factory out here. I mean, maybe we'd listen to that sort of thing, but it's just how do you, how do we improve uh, the lives of, of everybody here? And there's there's just a lot of people here that that are that want to do that, and it's um, there's a it's a younger group that's uh, of people, well, younger than me, you know, in the thirties and forties, who, uh, there's a lots of folks in that age group now that are, that, uh, are, are very active and, and, and trying to improve things for everybody. And we have a good school here. Um, we haven't had to consolidate. Um, I think that's pretty rare for a town this size. It's not consolidated. Uh, I think that's really kind of the heart of our community that, um, we have, we have teachers here that could, they could probably go somewhere else, go to a bigger town and, and, you know, make more money, but they, they like it here. A lot of them grew up here and uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a good school. You know, we have good people involved in the city council and the Earlham library board and, and whatever. It's just people always trying to, to make things uh, better and, and improve, improve the lives of everybody here, I think. Yeah. Well, you guys are doing a great job. Keep up the good yeah. work. <laughs> yeah, there's lots, you know, and, you know, I mentioned, you know, uh, businesses, there are lots, there's some new businesses in town that are, that are springing up and, uh, and the, the, the downtown looks, looks more lively. And we've got a nonprofit uh, building in town that's, that's doing great work. We have a concert series here. So there's just, uh, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things going on. Yeah. Yep. You guys are setting a great example. Yeah. Well, what's next for you and for the Earlham Echo? You know, um, I, I, I'm trying to think more. When you put out a weekly paper, you're you're thinking about that next paper that comes out a lot. And when you're, and I, I kind of am the only one doing it some weeks. You know, as as far as the the legwork and getting the whole thing out. So sometimes it's hard to think in the big picture uh, kinds of things, but you know, we're trying to do that more now. Like I said, I'm trying to do more stuff ahead of time or where I'm not spending 40 hours, 50 hours a week cranking out that next paper. I can kind of think ahead. So, yeah, I think we're just trying to to, to keep doing things better uh, all the time. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm the sports guy and I think, well, we, we created a pretty good sports page, but I'm always trying to think of different ways to, to cover something, that, um, different ways to, to write about things, uh, different stories to cover I'd, I'd i'd have a better roadmap this year I've, I've actually got some uh i just use a i just use a word document so i'm not real technical there but i'm just like i've got it mapped out you know stories here i'm going to work on in the next three four or five weeks and some features um and that sort of thing um so always just trying to make it a little better you know i always want to sell more ads you know um, get more, get more businesses involved. And that's kind of not in, in my area. It's not my expertise, but, uh, I'm trying to get better at that and trying to expand it. Um, uh, maybe we could have a bigger paper. It's six pages right now. If we could get it to eight pages, 
um, that would be great. Um, we're working on um, possibly doing doing an online paper where people could have a choice. Um, I, there's a lot of papers that do that. You know, uh, I think there uh, there's probably people out there. It's like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, subscribe to a, a paper paper. You know, I, I'm online and all of a sudden, I think we're probably missing some people there that would that would subscribe. If, if it was if it was online and of course i think uh, it will be important for us to keep the keep a hard copy paper but um you know if, if people want the uh, the choice to go online we'll we'll do that for them and yeah just always just trying to make things a little better we're always trying to we're, we're new to the industry so it's uh we're getting a lot of uh, feedback from different from different newspapers we're following different people and uh we joined the ina well we, we've been in that for a while and we went down to the they didn't have a um, the Iowa Newspaper Association, they didn't have a convention last year, but when we went uh, two years ago, it's like, oh my gosh, we, we never really thought about that. So it's, we're learning all the time about, uh, about different things and how to do things and uh, experimenting here and there. And it's uh, just keep growing as, as, as we go. So exciting. It is. It really is. Congratulations. I mean, to have a, a profitable newspaper in that short of amount of startup time and, and where you've taken it from there is really impressive. And it's a great testimony to the work that you've put into it. And I'm so happy that it's been successful for you. So thank you for sharing all of this with us today. I know um, it's going to really inspire people in towns across rural America. And how can we follow along with what you're doing? Obviously, we can subscribe, but um, how, you have a Facebook page, right? Yeah, that would be the best way for uh, for folks. We don't have a website, but we do have the Facebook page, and um, you could look look us up there and uh, um, and follow us that way. Um, and, and eventually, we'd like to get the, the website going. And, uh, but uh, uh, but the Facebook's the best way to to check us out if you're not in the community. So, okay, perfect. Well, I will link to that in the show notes. And great, this has been great. Thank you so much for your willingness to share today. And I just love what you're doing. You bet. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks very much for calling. It's been terrific. Well, I love seeing the success that Todd and his wife and the community members have had with the Earlham Echo. And it's so exciting to see a printed newspaper thrive in our digital world. I also love the positive approach they're taking with the news and how that's resonated so well with the community. Let's all go show the Earlham Echo some love and give them a like on their Facebook page. I also want to let you know we are almost sold out for our Five Marys and Rural Revival Mastermind Workshop happening in Pahuska, Oklahoma, May 11th through 14th. We have just a few spots remaining, so if you're thinking about joining us, now is the time. Head to youcandoitcourse.com for all the details and to get registered. Huge thanks to Todd for being on the podcast today, and thanks to you for tuning in. Have a great day, everybody.